0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are now live. And today I am joined by two very, very, very special people that I had the absolute honor and privilege of meeting through Clubhouse, once again, Clubhouse. And, you know, we've built a nice relationship over the years. I've learned so much from these two phenomenal young women because they are deep in this business and they know what they are talking about i am talking about none other than writer director color grade as you name it LaKeisha jackson and i am also joined by the incomparable shakisha williams visionary entrepreneur storyteller award-winning writer so today i'm really excited because they are both here on a conversation with it we're going to touch on a lot of things but the main thing that we're going to talk about today, besides how they got started in this industry, is we're going to talk about this innovative thing that they've they've created called Exception Fest, and I am so so excited to really do a deep dive into what that's all about, how that's going to help you as an independent film cre- um, maker as a creator anything in the industry this is going to help you so without further ado welcome to a conversation with miss jackson and miss williams what's up
1: (laughs) what's good Floyd? thank you
0: you? (laughs) i'm good i I was i'm really excited about this interview and i'll just uh you know do a little sharing normally i have a series of questions written out because i'm like oh i want i want to i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm like you know what nah we just going to talk today. I said, I'm going to go freestyle. My wife was like, you going to do what? I said, we're going to freestyle. So today, wherever the conversation takes us, that's where we're going. But again, ladies and j- ladies, welcome to the show. And I really like to know how the two of you first got your start in this business. So take it away.
2: Awesome. You want to go first? Keisha? No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, so for me, I got my start. Oh gosh. It's been like 2010. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been writing for a while uh, before that. Um, just, you know, creative uh, young kid, you know, in love with TV and movies. And, you know, growing up, I didn't have a lot. So books were an escape. So being able to, um, you know, just lose yourself in worlds. Was something that really tugged at my soul. So I, you know, taught myself how to write short stories. And then uh, television was another thing that sucked me in. So I, um, at that point, started writing stories and then teaching myself screenwriting. And I got serious about it in 2010. I was formally optioned for a vampire trilogy that unfortunately did not pan out. And um, at, after that whole thing fell from under me, I said, you know, from now on, anytime I do. Um, anything I'm going to... Um, I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm not going to just hand my stuff over to anybody else. And um, I had a mentor named Joshua Butler, who's a director of Pretty Little Liars, Vampire Diaries, bunch of TV shows. And he told me one day, he was like, just get out and create. You don't have to go to film school. You shouldn't have to pay anybody to um, teach you to do what what you know you want to do. He was like, pick up whatever and just go make something. And that's what I um, essentially did with my first crowdfunding campaign in 2018. And I funded my own web series called Shiny New Things. It uh, was on the now defunct um, Fantasy Network channel, but um, now I'm getting ready to launch my own streaming service called Couch Picks. And it's gonna be there with a few other creatives that you recognize and know and um, and so that's that's where I am right now. So Shakisha, you could go ahead and take it away.
1: Okay, so for me, I I just I always knew that I would be in this industry. Um, but I got my start, I went to film school um in 09 and by 2012, 2013, I was working on sets and doing things, but I've always had I've always been an entrepreneur and I've always been like i started in the music industry um interning at motown universal and i would see different you know acts and how they would promote the acts i'm like man i could do that and i began doing independent concerts um but my heart was always in entertainment and creating Mm -hmm. fiction and, and and narrative um productions because there's nothing more powerful than the ability to hold someone's attention, to teach, to make a a whole room of people get on board with one idea, whether that's a laugh, whether that's them crying, whether that's them learning about something. I remember being a young kid and watching the Eyes on the Prize series. That's how I learned about the civil rights movement. That's how I learned about all the, it's so important. This industry is so important which is why I think the gatekeepers continue to gatekeep. That's a whole conversation for another day. Um, but the idea um, in the early 2000s of having the ability to make your stuff um, kind of sparked me. Um, and I made my first film in 2015. It's called My Story. It's now streaming on Tubi. Um, and from there, I guess I got cocky. It was like, well, I did this, let's go on and let's see what we can do next. And then I decided that I wanted to tell stories about plus size women, but not sad tales of woe. I just wanted these plus size women to exist in bodies and make statement that we're women, we're here. Um, so I created Kirby Girls Rock. And um, that taught me a lot about being a producer, being a writer, being a director. Um, On some days I had to fry chicken and on other days I had to make spaghetti um, to keep, you know, for craft to keep it going. So I got my start pretty late too. I was in my 30s by the time I hit film school. Um, So I say that to let anyone know who's under the sound of, of my voice that it can start at any time. Like if you have a dream, it doesn't mean it's dead because you didn't do it when you were in your 20s or you're too young right now. No, it can happen at any time.
0: Yeah. And for me, I did not start this journey until I was 38. So and and it, it, it happened because someone said, hey, you you make a good model. I started out wanting to be a, a, a model. And, you know, 19 years later, here I am. But I, I want to go back to something that you said. You said you got cocky, <laughs> cocky or confident.
1: No, it was cocky. It was ignorance. It was that blissful ignorance that all of us have. You know, when you're first starting out in something, I had no idea about crowdfunding and how how much of a journey it was and all the steps to take. So I started this crowdfunding first crowdfund, unknown filmmaker, nothing but a, a film that I some little film that I had done, obscure my story. I get out there and I'm like, I want to do a crowdfund for a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's what I mean by cocky. That's what okay. I mean, like okay. come on girl. Um and it's not that it wouldn't have been possible but at the time there were layers and steps to take that I would that, that I didn't take. I ended up financing curvy girls um about 80% like we did crowdfunding but we were always under the 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 we never hit the target. But the the great thing about that was I found you know, funders and sponsors who from that point forward have stuck with me throughout the, the years. So that was very telling that, you know, me starting, the, the thing that I hated was that I failed. But if I look at it from a 30,000 foot view, it wasn't a failure. It was an exposure and kind of falling on your face and landing again, like step, stepping up and, and landing again makes people go, well, she's got something there. And we had an amazing run. We were featured in on television, on newscasts. We were featured in Ebony Magazine twice. Like, those were things that happened. Um, so you could look at the side, well, I didn't raise the money to do it the way I really wanted to do it. Um, but my vision still was able. I worked with some amazing people. The actors were amazing. The crew was amazing. The team was out. I worked some, with some the most incredible people. And those kinds of relationships wouldn't have happened if I hadn't started.
0: Okay, so I, I, I'm going to push back on no oh and I'm going to say you, were cock, because you know what, we we all go into this. I don't think there are too many people, unless you had people in this business before you, like parents mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. None of us know what's on the other side of that door, so you know, there, there has to be some type of brash, you know, brashness, there has to be some type of cockiness. But I, I really think that it, it, it's a confidence saying to yourself, you know what, this is something that I can do. And it's, as far as failure, I did, I did a reel the other day. And I talked about toddlers. And, and I asked the question of, have you ever watched a toddler learning how to walk? And the amount of times they fall? But to keep getting up and doing it again and again and again and again, have the mindset of of, of a toddler. So with the both of you, um, you know, I, I'm going to say you had the mindset of a toddler, but not in a bad way. Because, Lakeisha, when your work didn't get option, that could have been the end of it. But what made you say? I'm not going to allow someone else to hold my destiny in, in their hands. I'm going to push forward and do this myself.
2: For me, it was just I I didn't like the process. It was I didn't like having to answer or ask somebody else. I'm sorry. The I'm I'm sorry. I need to turn this off. I am so sorry.
0: That's okay. We're live. (laughs)
2: Okay. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy having to. Um, ask a, a production company or whoever the producer was at the time, you know, what's going on with the project? Why haven't I heard anything in a month and a half? And then, you know, I had paid them for certain things with, and I was so new. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be paying for certain things. So I was paying for stuff, not getting any information. And by the time the, the rug came from under me it and the, the, the truth came to light, they took my project and packaged it with other stuff. And mm-hmm when that studio was ready to cut checks, they run background checks on people and somebody was a con artist. So they dropped everything and I didn't know any of this was going on. And I was like, I'm not gonna be in the dark anymore. If if all you were were acting as a, a, a producer and I've been paying you, I've been producing my own stuff. So what are you doing? Um, That was so great that I couldn't do myself. So I decided, nope, from now on, um, If the rug's going to get pulled from under me, it's going to be because of me and and my failure and not because I gave it to somebody and put all my eggs in that basket. Um, So, yeah, so I just taught myself as much as I could. YouTube University is a a beautiful thing because even when I went to film school, uh, literally everything they were, quote, teaching, I already knew. So it was a matter of listening to that person who said, grab your camera, create something beautiful and put it out there. Um, and a lot of people do that, but some people don't do the homework of trying to learn the skill and, and and learn the business. So I did take time to do that as well before I decided, OK, I'm going to go and ask strangers for money, um, learning what crowdfunding is, learning how to do a pitch video, uh, basically learning how to, to pitch people, pitch strangers online and have them help you bring a dream to reality so um,
0: yeah so so the both of you if, if you can kind of go into this the, the business of this and building good relationships and collaborating with people because with with both of the things that you guys have done you know shiny new things um, I'm sorry Kirby, girls rock I wanted to get that right you you had to have, relationships. You had to establish those. So if, if there's a young lady or a young man that's listening to this right now, and Lakeisha, you touched on a phenomenal point, learning the business of this. So how important was it for the both of you to, to build collaborative um, endeavors and to build phenomenal relationships in this business for you to have the outcome that you had with Shiny New Things and with, with Kirby Girls Rock?
2: um it's very imperative to to build relationships the whole point of film school they tell you is to network because those people in the class that that's going to be your first people your first crew you know that's your network it's supposed to be um i went to film school about 50 people and there was one person one person interested in doing anything other than talking about film. And that one person I'm still working with today, I just we just all drove down from Orlando from a project. And it, without him, shiny new things wouldn't have happened. But because of him and because of our hard work, uh, people who came on my set as extras um open up their homes to me, um, their businesses. And and I look back, and I was just talking to him about this last night, and I'm like, but why? And, and it's like they saw your passion. They saw how um, how you treated people. They see that you really have something to say and they just wanted to touch that. Just wanted to be a part of that. And those people are still like we just wrapped a series in June. And those all of those people from Shining New Things are in that series. And they, you know, we the production managers, actors, uh, whatever I need, I can call them and they're there. So it's important to build community. And even if it, you have to start with one, um, and sometimes that one might just be you, and it's possible, you can do it, but it just takes that one person um, and be good to people. Because if you screw anybody in this business, everybody's gonna know, it's a big business, but it's small. Because that very same shoot we just finished filming on in June, another actress is trying to get something. I'm sorry, oh my gosh, you hear that? <laughs> I, of course, because we're live. Everything and you know, but you know, somebody inquired on her. I, I can't even recommend her because of the experience. Yeah, other people She's outside have. your door.
0: She's outside. Yes. Your door. That's, your, that's your Uber.
2: Right? But yeah, you know. Just, being able to network and, and and learn the business and learn, you know, the difference between uh, the ISO of a camera and the, the reason for a lens, like you, it's just important to start with the basics and start, just start, start someplace, but don't sit home and wonder and in 10 years say, I wonder what would happen if, you know, like you don't want to be that person. Um, I know I'm all over the place, but I'll let Shakisha go because she's gonna be able to intellectualize it a lot better. Yeah. Little- <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it is a lot of a heart, it's it's a big heart thing. This is not a I just Mm-mm. yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it with my chest. I don't care what nobody say. Um, I think for most of us, here's the thing about anything that you do, if it's not done with passion or you don't have a passion for it, I wouldn't even try it. I think the idea of fame and the idea of um, notoriety, the idea of success or wealth or whatever the ideas that come, right? A lot of us want that. I'm I'm included in that. Um, I also believe that this is my calling because of such the hard times that I have faced in this industry. The rejection I have faced in this industry, the no's, the closed doors, the, the opportunities I thought, and then that was a miscalling. calling. Um, the times when I stepped up to the plate and I didn't do something. The times when I was with other people and they didn't do what they needed to do. It's a myriad of learning experiences that could possibly crush you and put you, like if you're not, if this isn't for you, it'll knock you to the left. But anything that you do, that is for you, anything that is your calling, you can't help but to come back to it. So every time I've ever said, I'm done. I'm a, It's a wrap. I don't want to do this no more. It'll be an article. It'll There'll be a, a motivational message. There'll be someone like a friend will call and say, hey, I got something. So To me, that's my calling. I have no choice. I see myself winning an Emmy. I see myself, I have, I write Oscar speeches every year. Every year. The only thing that is inclusive of my Oscar speech every year is my list of Black women who inspire me. That's how I will end my Oscar speech. Um, The Black women in entertainment who don't necessarily, who've been doing it for a long time and don't get their flowers, and I'll be giving them their flowers in my Oscar speech. I'm serious. There's no doubt in my mind. It's just the win, the the fates that line up to give you your opportunity only happen when you stick with it. It's the to stick-to-it-ness, sticktoitness in this business that kind of separates those who can and those who can't, those who win and those who just who don't. Um, and what I'm, what I I also have to say is that. We live in a society and a time when things happen so quick and we have all these reality shows based on a 10-week frame and then somebody, you know, wins and is like given all this uh, press or whatever. But the truth is, this is a very long and arduous road. Like if you look at anyone from Kevin Hart to, I use Kevin Hart because he's such a good businessman. But if you look at, he was 15 years into doing comedy before he popped, 15 years. That's a long time to, but when it's your calling, you have no choice. You have no choice. So I believe that the calling of entertainment, just like to be a doctor is a calling, to go into law is a calling. I could never go into law and politics because of the things that I've seen in the in the system that is so unfair and built system deep that would just, I'd have ulcers all up. The doctor would say, How'd you get all these ulcers? And with this, I could get a headache or two, but I never give up. And mm-hmm. people like Lakeisha, people like my boy, Sean Mathis, people that I work with closely, people like KL uh, K. Jones, people like yourself, Floyd. When I hear y'all, when I interact with you all, when I, Brenda Gilbert, um, when I interact with you all, I, there's no I, there's no possible way I could give up. No way I could give up it's the, it's the belief that this is it. I don't have the reason. And the reason why I'm not necessarily talking about something specific is because it's different for everyone. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I think when I, like, I, I, so I, I don't know if I told Lakeisha this, I struggled with the idea of creating a class. You know why? Because it's almost to me, like, but that's not something that everyone's road is so different into this industry. When you hear LaKeisha's story it's different from my story, you know, and, and our stories are different from your story. Floyd. So there's no one way to do it. I just say be obedient to the thing. If you wake up every day and something is telling you right and you don't know where to start, turn off your television, put a timer on for 10 minutes and just write. If your mind is telling you, you know what? Go visit this city, go visit because those are the the, the steps. I've talked long, I've talked a long time, but and I hope I made sense. That's that's my thing. I hope I made sense.
0: Oh no, you you made perfect sense. And you said so many relevant things, you know, you mentioned some absolutely amazing people. and as you were mentioning those names, it, it brought to mind when you watch someone put a building, they're putting together a building. and namely an arch if people see how arches are put together, oftentimes the stone next to the stone is what holds the other stones up. Mm. So when, when you're talking about Brenda and you're talking about Lakeisha, you're talking about Sean, uh, you mentioned myself, thank you so much. We're all holding each other up because I've been in this business for 19 years. It is brutal. It will separate the men and the women from the boys and the girls. Because if you don't have a vision, and if you are not, as they say, about this life, it will eat you alive. Because if you are not someone who can look rejection in the face, as the two of you have done over and over and over again, and you lay down at night and you get up in the morning, you say, you know what? Today is a new day, I'm gonna do it again. If you don't have that particular mindset, this ain't for you, and that's okay. It ain't for everybody. You will really find out. And I'll just give you a quick example, then we're going to get back to you guys because Mm -hmm. this interview is about you. A film that I had done years ago, A Child of God is a short film. I submitted that short film to over 50 festivals. And Shakisha, you talked about this with, 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 uh, with Kirby Girls Rock. And I kept every rejection letter because I got more rejections than I got yeses. But as they say, it only takes one yes. It only takes one yes. Mm-hmm. You can have 50 no's. I can go right now and and, and reference on Film Freeway, mm-hmm. all the no's. I said, I'm not getting it because I need to see that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I need to see that. But with, with all of that and everything that you guys have been through, the rejections, the no's, here you are and the two of you came together and you created Exception Fest. What is it, and where did you guys come up with the concept and the idea to, to do this?
2: <laughs>
0: Point at me. <laughs>
2: um, so uh, a while back, I had a thought of doing a, a festival that went nowhere, so I created the film Freeway and it sat there, it sat there since 2008. Mm. Um, so the name it was was there for a while just the name um and one day it was about two years ago now Keisha we were on the phone we both were a little defeated um just in general because you know we would do we had done the the clubhouse run like because we all you know was was deep in clubhouse and um we were in between projects and it's just like we'll we you know what can we do or what is it that we wish other people had told us about this journey when you know before we got started so we could maybe um you know not hit these these lulls and um we just started talking and I don't know what I said that made Shakisha say literally she was like let's just do it and I was like do what And <laughs> she was like let's do exactly what we're talking about. we we had like an hour long talk about everything we learned, all the the pitfalls, all the things that we had to learn the hard way, um, all the gatekeeping, because gatekeeping is not just at the top, it's at the very, the side. They say reach across the aisle, well, there's gatekeeping there too, Um, believe you me. And um, so we wanted to say, you know, for people who had no idea where to start, let's just tell them, you know, what we know. And we were talking about the fact that we sat on Clubhouse, and I told everybody I knew to get on Clubhouse when it was popping. But those rooms, I always was in rooms with you, Shakisha, Tamika, Sean, like, it was just the 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 20 or 30 of us always in these rooms dropping the gems, as they said, all the, you know, the mod squad stuff. And A lot of people miss those rooms and it was like, wouldn't it be great if we could get people in this room, but in person and not only just give them, you know, the opportunity to hear it from the horse's mouths, but give them actionable steps. Because, yeah, we we used to talk on Clubhouse, but nobody really was getting actionable steps to go behind it a lot of times. Or if somebody gave them actionable steps, they were still lost because I get the DMs. I, I can pull up the DMs after a clubhouse. Hey, I just heard you in the, the clubhouse room. Could I send you this? Can I, could you give me more information on how to do that? And it's like, but, but homie just spent 20 minutes telling you you know, what to do. But still, to them, a lot of that stuff is out, out of reach or out of their realm. So anyway, we were like, okay, boom, let's start from the beginning. You got your, your pre-production, your post, and the aftermath what is it that we've learned in clubhouse and 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 from what we know how can we put that in a an actual three-step process conference um conference slash festival slash competition where people can actually learn people can actually put the what they learn to use and then we could actually help them take what they learn and actually make something at the end of it and not just say, okay, what was that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. So You're we just wanted to, wanted to be able to, 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 to help people um, actually give them some money to, them, to make something. And be able to say, I learned from Brenda. I learned from Sean. I learned from Tamika. I got to... You know, listen to these people for over a year and a half. Now I get to see them. I get to, to actually talk to them in person. I get to actually produce um, a project possibly with them. And even if you don't win the pitch competition, you're in a room full of other people with the opportunity to network across. You're all there for the same purpose. You. You're learning everything from pre production to production to, to distribution. Um, the writers, um, I think, it's Sean, he's going to be doing a writers' workshop. Like, there's so many things that 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 you need to know. Um, mm-hmm. That we've touched on over that year and a half. We just wanted to make it tangible for people um, and give them an actual roadmap. yes to- a little bit easier for them to avoid some of the stuff that we went
0: through. And before, and before, you, before you talk, Shakisha, I, I just want to put this in there. Mm-hmm. And it is so important that when they come, they see this. Mm-hmm. That is so important mm-hmm. because that's one of the reasons they, they think they can't because they saying, I don't see this in those positions of authority. Well, guess what? If you attend, which you should, we gonna give you the information at the end so you can go and buy your ticket. You will see people that are straight heavy hitters in this thing, doing the thing. I am so excited because of the, the fact that I am going to be in a room with some of the best people in this industry. I'm going to be quiet and let Shakisha talk about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what we have done is, in in light of everything happening with the SAG-AFTRA strike, we have talked with SAG-AFTRA. We went back and forth for over a month, actually. um, And as a new festival with folks who are a part of um studio executives as well as actors um there has been conflicts of interest so we have shifted to our online to virtual and the wonderful thing about that is those who couldn't travel are now able to join us those who couldn't necessarily afford the the ticket price we are now scaled that and tickets are now $35 for a virtual experience. So you're getting this amazing experience. I mean, in, in 2024, we're, we're back in person, um, but we are now giving access to folks who didn't have it before. Not only have, are we now giving access to people who may have not been able to travel to Atlanta for the FACE, for the in-person conference, but now, if you are a filmmaker and you submit your film to the to the um, short to the film festival, whether it's a short film or web series episode, um, you now are in the running to be a part of the pitch competition. So that's the other cool part of everything. So um, and we're accepting the pitch competition. Uh, support our hashtag creatives. Um, founded by Alan Greenstein, is a sponsor of the Pitch Competition. It's a $5,000 um, cash prize for anyone to do their short film or their web series. And the reason why we're giving short films and not necessarily finishing funds for you know filmmakers who have features or um, full series is because the idea is to allow someone to make something and empower them to move forward to the next thing. Um, we're hoping going down the line and for and um eventually we hope that the cash prizes can get bigger um and we can open it up to um to feature films as well. Um and the pitch competition is amazing because we have Brenda Gilbert of Braun Studios, if you know anything about Braun, they were the the forces behind Judas and the Black Messiah, Messiah, an Oscar-winning film, Um, House of Gucci, um, The Joker, uh, Fences with Denzel Washington. They are a massive, massive uh, conglomerate, and they are amazing. Brenda Gilbert who is a phenomenal executive and just a really beautiful, sweet and uh, intelligent individual who will give us so much because she's going to also be on the panel uh, with Brett Dismuke from All Black um, and AMC Networks and WeTV, TV. Um, And you know, All Black gives uh, indie filmmakers across the board just so much love. So it's it, it ain't all, if it ain't all black, it ain't nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Smead, former president of Tyler Perry Studios at Tyler Perry Studios. She is now, um, she now owns her own, she's CEO and the founder of A Few Good Women Productions. Out of LA now. She's coming. Um, she actually spoke at uh, CultureCon. I heard her. It was her uh, panel was phenomenal. So we have these three amazing people, not only on a panel, but they're also judges for the pitch competition, along with a few other of our close friends and colleagues. So I think, and including us, we're gonna give our two cents. Um, I think this is just a phenomenal opportunity, and to be honest, if I, if I, and again, speaking on like vulnerability, just being vulnerable, we were crushed because we had spent so much time planning this in-house event, this in-person event, mm-hmm. what we had to do and what most filmmakers or anyone who's an entrepreneur, anyone in business has to do sometimes is pivot. And pivot isn't necessarily uh, a thing where, you're like, oh God, you know, I it's no, it's not failure. Pivot is change. Pivot is, and I'm also, um, I'm also a woman of faith. So my belief is that sometimes God's will just edge you in a different direction, and it's always for a reason. It's always for a reason. Um, we don't know the outcome, you know, if you push forward and you do something. And 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 to be honest with you, what sag. Um, Astra and the WGA is fighting for is fighting for everyone's ability to earn an honest living, to earn money, to live, to make enough money to thrive, to make enough money to pay uh, health insurance. These are just common things that everyone wants to do. Why should Uh, because I'm in an industry where I'm a creative be treated any differently. Um, So what they're doing is a righteous thing. And I I honestly, Lakeisha and I are 100% behind what is happening as writers um, and as people who support actors. We're 1000% behind these people uh, who are trying to just get what they deserve. That is all. Um, It's been kind of, for years, just kind of, like these murmurings, but now that we're out here, I think the the great thing about it is it has spawned other industries and other unions to begin to strike and to begin to, it, it's just like a year of people saying no more, mm-hmm. no more. So I'm all for that. So if we take it virtual this year, I'm fine with it. As long as sag Astra and the actors um, are taken care of. So yeah. Hmm.
0: So, so how will you guys be, be doing the breakout rooms? So basically it'll be, how, how will you guys be doing all of that?
1: So the breakout rooms will now be, uh, excuse me. I was talking a lot. Now it caught me. <coughs> Lakeisha, if you oh, want I to, got you. It. it's in here. It's in here. It's
2: in here. I, I got you. So everything's going to be done on like a... In, like this virtual environment, um, I forget the name because- Filmocracy.
0: Like,
2: Filmocracy, there it is. <laughs> yes, so it'll be set up where you can actually go to the theater Friday night or Friday, I forget the time, I think it starts at six. Everybody who's submitted to the festival, you'll be able to screen their things um, in that, I guess, building, virtual building. And Saturday we have a full schedule Um, and you just basically, you'll be able to navigate from the panels, um, and then into the breakout rooms afterwards, everything's going to be set up for a specific time for people to plan their day. Um, but yes, they'll still be able to, to say, watch the, um, writers panels and whoever we have breaking out in the rooms there. We're still negotiating with a couple people with that. Um, of course, Sean, I think he's going to be doing his writer's workshop in the breakout room. Um, then we have the um, web series, the directors, the filmmakers. Um, so it's going to be, if you ever use Filmocracy before, the way they have it set up is really kind of cool. Um, so you'll be able to basically schedule it like you would a film festival to, you know, who you want to go and see and be able to go at that particular time to the breakout room sessions and um, download their PDFs and and get, get to work. And I think the film, the pitch, competition is also gonna be um, done that way as well.
0: Okay, so basically all the speakers will be able to do it from the comfort of their own home.
1: Yes.
0: Absolutely. All snap, so I can wear my slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just make
1: sure you wear that cool hoodie, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> represent. I'm, I, only, I only pull these out when I'm doing the show. Other than that, they, they just sit in the room. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you were saying well you know what i don't know if i can fly to atlanta right now because money is tight i get that but now you have absolutely no excuse because if you're saying i can't pull out 35 dollars, and then i see you walking down the street with your soybean latte with the coconut whipped cream from starbucks for twenty dollars I'm like, yo, wh- 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 where's your head at? Because here's the thing. Everything that you do for yourself is an investment. And this is an investment. Because again, the fact that some of the people, well, all of the people that you are going to see are masters of their craft. So the fact that the ticket is not even going to cost you $100 is a, is a steal. You're about to get a master class for practically nothing. And here's the thing that that I this there's a phrase. This is a gentleman who's my mentor. He doesn't know it, but when, when I meet him one day, he'll he'll know. By the name of Ed Milet. And he says, things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Mm. I I was so ready to come to Atlanta. I was. I, I was ready. I have my, my you know outfits picked out, all of that, you know. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. But the 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 great thing about this is as you guys so eloquently stated, it really opens it up for people who otherwise would not have been able to attend. So something didn't just happen to you just now. It didn't happen to you, it happened for you because now you have access to something that's gonna be, be absolutely amazing. So, so, so when, when's the first day, when does it start? So I have look one look thing look I want to add look real look quick. Up. Just okay. to piggyback off what you said.
2: Piggyback with like Clubhouse. So another thing Shakisha and I did also, because we understand sometimes the barrier to entry, sometimes a dollar could be a million if you don't have it. So we also you know, implemented um, something where if you just don't have it, <laughs> fill out, um, I think it's a form. I don't know if it's still up there. It is. Fill out the form and just let us know you know, why you should be able to get into the pitch competition um, with the link with your project. And, you know, we'll take a look at that. And I think we've already awarded a couple people um, free entry so that you can, you know, come if you have a passion and you have that project sitting on your, your, um, your hard drive, but you just ain't got it because you ain't got it, just hit us up, give us a call, slide into the DMs, but only for that. Um, <laughs> if we get to it, we get into it. And, you know, be able to help because that's another thing we discussed. He was like, you know, there's a lot of things we weren't able to enter because we just didn't have it. So, you know, just because we're doing this, we're not going to be like, well, oh, you know, bad, too bad, so sad for you. So we're like, yeah, look, we could do that for some people um, if they're interested and they really have a passion for this. um, not going to count you out. So
1: for sure. Right. Go definitely go to Exception Fest on Instagram um, and DM us. Um, if you want the waiver form for your project. Um, so so if you're submitting to the film festival, again, film fe- people who submit to the film festival are automatically considered for the pitch competition. Um, so submit for the film festival, and then we'll um, autom- you're automatically um, awarded an opportunity. And what we're doing is we have a panel... Um, And they'll be reviewing, they'll be judging, like a preliminary judging process. And at the end, we'll have five filmmakers that will sit in front of the executive's um, the judges, and we'll have the opportunity to win that five thousand dollars. We're not letting people go in cold because our amazing friend Sean Mathis um, is doing a pre, like a pitch competition class. So you'll be able to pitch for him. He'll be able to kind of walk you through the areas that you may need to bone up on during that Saturday pitch session, and that way you're walking in and you already have the opportunity i mean he pitched he for me when i was pitching like hulu when i pitched Beats, he, he actually was my guiding force in that so i i'm 1000 percent like yeah let's go um because i think what he has to offer from his perspective and this is a man who's done a, a bunch of movies always work, we're working with him now on a docuseries so it's going to be amazing um just from every area. Um and I'm not sure I haven't even asked you, Floyd, what your your, uh class is going to be or your breakout session is going to be about. I'm very interested in knowing because I was like, is he going to do podcasting? Is he going to do like his perspective? You know, coming from someone who's a founder of a film festival. I've all I've been like and that was an email I was going about to everybody next week. Like what's what is going on? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> it's still coming to you, but I would love to he- <laughs> I would love to hear what he got cooking. Um, You don't have to get all the details, but...
0: Okay, you know what? I think this is what it's going to be on, the business of show business because um, our good friend Craig T. Williams put up a post on Facebook last night uh I, I can share it because he shared it and he basically told people, don't put contracts in this group where people can read them. Mm. Someone posted a contract. Oh, boy. I'm like, what? No. And, oh, God. you know, he was saying, you don't do that. Hire an entertainment lawyer, hire an entertainment mm-hmm. lawyer, hire an entertainment lawyer. So when I read that, it went back to what I always talked about in in, Clubhouse, that at the beginning, middle, and the end of the day, Mm -hmm. this is a business. It's not called show and tell. It's called show business. And so many times creatives get caught up in, I just want to create. And they have absolutely no idea how to conduct business, Mm -hmm. not understanding that you are the business entity, and what you are writing, what you are shooting, and all of that is a product that you are about to take to market. And if you don't know how to do that, mm-hmm. then you're going to go out of business. So that's what my class is going to be on—the yeah. <laughs> awesome. business of the business. So yeah, that's and I
1: think, and I think it's so important. I th- and this is this is just a, like an example of why we're doing exception events
2: mm-hmm.
1: because. What I wanted, even on the panels, are the discussions and that spark. I want people to walk out unafraid and unabashed. I want somebody to walk out feeling empowered. I want somebody to walk out feeling great, but I also want them to walk out with one thing that they can do toward their career. One thing that they can do that will shape the rest of their time in this business. Um, However long it is, if it's long or short, Um, I feel like Lakeisha and I, the best thing that we did was, again, be obedient to whatever the calling is, because there were days when we were like, are we, you know, particularly, so this is a flooded space with names that, you know, you got South by, you got uh, Telluride, you got uh, Can't. you got uh over here in, in New York Tribeca Urban World uh the black uh, Martha Vineyard uh Black African American Festival I think that's what it's called my
0: apologies the ABFF,
1: the ABFF. You, you know you have all of these festivals and we're coming into a new like we're coming in the new kids on the block so it wasn't again it wasn't being cocky andor confident. it was I I believe that your pain is someone else's uh, teachable moment. We gotta use the things that have plagued us or the things that we've lived through to teach someone else to give them the opportunity to 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 grow and maybe avoid some of the stuff that that we went through. Like if we could teach somebody to avoid some of the things that we went through, um, shoot, I'm not I wasn't planning on doing a breakout session, but I, I'm gonna I might have to do one on instinct because people don't trust their instincts enough. They don't trust the little voices and instincts. And in this business is key. It's paramount. Um, and our instinct to do Exception Fest, I think we were right on the money. So
0: 1,000%. Lakeisha, did you want to add anything to that? I didn't want to jump in.
2: No, 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 no. No, I didn't. I mean, she's correct. I just want people to walk out feeling less alone, because this is another thing too, like, I was talking to my crew I brought from South Florida up to Orlando about, you know, where we're at here. Like, I didn't know they were other filmmakers doing the same thing in my city. Mm-hmm. Everybody works in silos. In certain cities, people don't want to collaborate. They just want to keep everything close to the breath. They want to gatekeep from no, like, you don't have nothing to gatekeep. Like, what, what are you going... <laughs> What are you gatekeeping? An the empty building. Festival, like give me a break. Like work together. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's what irked me. You know, we all have all this equipment sitting in the closet, collecting dust. We'll go to Starbucks and we'll buy up all the coffee, pontificating about lenses and and color grades and framing. But when it's time to actually get your ass, excuse me, on the on the set and work. Um, you start hearing nails scratching the top of heads. Like, like I got so sick of it. So I want people who, to go there or be virtual, reach out to the people in those rooms and start building your community. Find somebody who could write, who wants to direct, who wants, who's interested in marketing social media. Create something together. You don't need a lot of money. I, I did a short film for 300 bucks and that was because I paid the actress 100 bucks. I paid the cameraman a hundred bucks and the makeup girl a hundred bucks for the day. And I might've spent 25 to 30 on food. And we created a short that was, you know, in a, that just got accepted into a film fest. One day shoot, you can do it. And you don't even have to spend that much. Just get out there and, and create and be smart and ask. Yeah.
0: Questions. Yeah. yeah. What you have to do is you have to find people of action. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do. You have to find the people of action, because I, I read an article that you that you did, Lakeisha, and you talked about your frustration with people talking the talk, but not walking the walk. And, you know, you you have so many of them in this business. I don't spend too much time on those people. You know, I'll, I'll allow everyone to talk, say what you going to say. But then when it's time to put the rubber to the road, you know, where are we at? And if if you're someone who's always saying, well, I got something in the works, I got something in the works and I'm not seeing anything, then I, I know that you, you are just someone who likes to hear yourself talk. Mm. Listen, even if you make a bad film. You made a film. Mm. We all start somewhere. If we keep doing it, we get better. Mm-hmm. But. Have you started it, as you guys said earlier, starting is the main thing start because what it would end up happening if people see your drive they see your passion they are drawn to that you know what this is interesting there's a reason why we all ended up on clubhouse together it's because of our similar energies because light draws like you understand i'm saying you know lakeisha you a hustler you know you know um shakisha you a hustler i hustle That energy, which is physical, is is drawn to each other because people that are doing things will always find each other. Mm -hmm. They will always find each other. But with that, November, Exception Fest, three days, where can people find it? Where can people purchase virtual tickets? And where can people find the two of you phenomenal women? So, Oh, go ahead. All right. So they can
2: find um, tickets at ExceptionFest.com, www.ExceptionFest.com. I believe our Instagram is, is it ExceptionFest1?
1: Nope. ExceptionFest for the Instagram.
2: For the Instagram. I'm sorry, because I created them and then I handed stuff to Chisha. (laughs) So I know what I think it's Twitter, but we don't even use Twitter; it's defunct now. But um, it's X, right? But you can find the links for the tickets on the website. Um, it'll take you over and give you all the options for um, the actual pitch competition for any individual days. Like you have options, or you could get a I think it's a, a ticket for the full three day experience as well. Um, you could find me on Instagram at filmmaker L Jackson and Shakisha, uh, you go ahead. Cause yours is kind of, um, uh, it's Shakisha DW, DW Okay.
1: <laughs> no, I and Keisha Shakisha D W.
2: Yeah. At Instagram, but mm-hmm. yeah, find us, um, but yeah um thank you so much floyd like i know i'm tired i'm a little not wouldn't say jet oh lag <laughs> i'm glad we did it um and i hope that even if nobody watches this today live whatever if we get one person to at least oh no we had people in here well that's awesome oh, but i hope one person here. is inspired to at least come and check it out and um or pick up their iphone and go make something Go make something tomorrow, and put it out there. And it's gonna be horrible—the first thing it always is. But keep trying.
1: And it on Tubi. It'll be accepted on Tubi.
0: Yeah, boy. <laughs> well, that's a whole other
2: conversation. <laughs> oh, this week we spent some time on some bad Oh my! Goodness. I won't Lordy, name them.
0: That's tubi. cool.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Tubi. <laughs> yeah, God, God but,
1: but the great. But here's the great thing. But here's the great thing, I'll, I'll 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 say this: people are making lemons into lemonade. Mm-hmm. Whether you you know you get your pennies from Tubi as a filmmaker as a creative, and in that in that pool of nothingness, if you're a hustler, as you put it, uh, Floyd, if you're a hustler, if you learn marketing, social media, having your stuff on Tubi. There's an audience for you, even if your stuff isn't isn't great. There's an audience that can resonate with something that you did. And it's not your family and it's not just your friends. It's Mm -hmm. actually someone sitting in their room thousands of miles away. And they're like, oh, I enjoyed that. I love that. That was kind of cool. You know, so I, I think just putting your stuff out there is good. But also learn the business of marketing, because Hollywood takes something that's created. And turns it into a machine. So mm-hmm. I think the important part is learning how to turn your stuff into the machine in order to, to, to really pay your bills. Learn the business so you can pay your rent.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and buy your car and and send your kids to college. That's important.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Let me say this about films on TV. I'm very critical. And and sometimes I think with us doing what we do. We don't watch things the way regular people watch things. We just don't. Okay. So we may look and see something and we're like, mm, mm, mm. but the average citizen that does not have that training and that technical eye, they ain't spotting that. right? They may say, well, that's a little quirky, but they're not looking at it saying, now, come on now. Come on. <laughs> Really? Did you really just do that? Did the editor not catch that in post? Right. Right. (laughs) Did you not have B footage so if if that clip looked bad, you could have replaced it? Y'all ain't catch that shit. A lot of the people are not. (laughs) They're not looking at it that way. They're just looking at it. Hey, man, this was good. It took me out of a situation that I may be in for an hour to two hours. Mm -hmm. So I can't knock that. And that's why it goes back to what we all said. Start it, make it, complete it. Because it may not be shot that well. It may not be color graded. The Mm -hmm. sound may be janky. But if you touch one person, you have done your job. For sure. You you have, you have. So with that, this has been absolutely amazing. We are definitely going to do this again because I am the official podcast of Exception Fest. So they will be coming back as we get closer because we're going to talk about this again. And what I really would like to do is for our next one is have some of the panelists on with us so, you know, we can we can talk and, and, and just, you know, Go over some 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 things about what can like talking clubhouse
1: about. Can you like what you did on. oh Yo,
0: listen you can get up to 10 I, you know I you Streamyard. you can get up to 10 people on this piece Uh-oh. so we oh, can have a party you know get some wine oh i'm sorry i'm playing i'm playing this stuff on the podcast um but yeah we <laughs> but yeah i would love to have you know brenda and sean and a couple other yeah. people want to talk about exactly what they're going to be um you know servicing you know this the this well-deserving filmmaking yes. audience with. But ladies, this has been so much fun. And again, it is so great to finally see you guys in person. That's Clubhouse, you, you, you talk for two years and you never see somebody in person until you come on the podcast, but it, it is so great to actually see you guys in person. And, and I'm just so happy that I, can get, I get to call the two of you, my friend, and I'm so happy that I get to learn from the both of you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have enjoyed this episode, Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, A Conversation with Floyd Marshall, Floyd Marshall Jr. on YouTube, but also subscribe to the podcast on Apple or iHeartRadio because we're on all the streaming platforms. And make sure you share it with your friends. But above that, please make sure that you visit exceptionfest.com. Did I get that right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Please make sure that you visit exceptionfest.com and purchase your virtual ticket because as we said, you are a business and this is investment in your business. You do not want to miss the people that are, what are the dates?
1: November the 17th through the 19th.
0: November the 17th through the 19th. Three days of heavy hitting master classes for a very low price and you get to do it from the comfort of your home. Also, before I leave, um, let's say for instance, someone can't attend um the 19th the 17th through the 19th will they be able to purchase it at a later date and go back and look just you know if they just wanted to um look at the the, uh, breakout classes would they be able to do that
1: our plan is to definitely have replays available
0: cool so but you want to be there in person on the first day because that's when it's really exciting but again ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for being here and as always Love this like a hobby, but above all else, treat it like a business. Good night.
2: Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Okay.